Hi, welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People with New York Times bestselling author Carrie Jones and her adorable husband Sean Farrar. Thanks for hanging out with us as we give some life tips and real life marriage banter. Let's get started now with a random thought. Hey, it's Random Thought in the office again. <laughs> wow, that sounded exciting, baby. Ooh, hi. Jeez. Hi, welcome to Docs Are Smarter Than People. Ah. Where we're sitting in our office. Yeah. Being random. Being randy. Yeah. So, hey, this is from uh, shepherdexpress.com. Yeah. And this lady. Shepherd Express has a lot of good news. Yes, it does. Like strange news, I mean. A 30-year-old Czech woman uh-huh. went to Venice. It was January 21st. So was it cold there? Uh, I would assume it wasn't freaking balmy. Yeah. And she decided to take off her shirt yeah. and go for a swim Yeah. right by the Monument to the Paradisian Woman, Yeah. which is a bronze sculpture of a woman reclining in and out of the water. Oh, really? So the unnamed lady from Czechoslovakia jumped, I'm sorry, climbed up all the way on top of the monument and posed boobies out and cnn reported does the partisan woman have boobies out you know i have no idea and and cnn reported it's like going to rome leaping in the trevi fountain and then saying what do you mean you can't do this said mario nassen who was walking by with his son at the time why do people (laughs) do these things in venice that they wouldn't do elsewhere they probably didn't even know the statue of the woman lying there was a dead partisan but it's like treating venice like a beach so basically this woman climbed onto a statue Uh of a woman who like gave her life for a political cause yeah you know freedom and boobs out it's like hey selfie she just wanted some insta pics and yeah yeah for her only fans or something yeah do they allow boobies on instagram I've never noticed. I, I don't, don't look. I think you're not allowed to have a nipple. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm not uh, sure. I think there's nudie people all over the place, but yeah. then they get banned. And oh, so um, it's fleeting. Speaking of banned, <clears throat> the lady from Czechoslovakia has also been banned and had to pay $513. dollars She got banned for 48 hours. Yeah, how do you get banned? For, how do they make sure you're, they, they take you to the border and throw you out and tell like, you not to come back for two days? They push you outside the city and you're exactly. like, you can't come in for two days <laughs> naughty naughty lady like can we see your boobs like what <laughs> yeah, right? you know like <laughs> oh here's your top back oh jeez it was very inappropriate <laughs> we live in a tourist community I gotta tell you that never happens here uh, we, we have a protest that occasionally happens for the College of the Atlantic students yeah going topless that used to happen like every year but that kind of stopped I don't remember that going on for a long time you don't no the last topless you were a cop how I do you know. not remember that I said for a long time oh that was my uh, what do you call that qualifier I don't know what you mean though like do you like mean... the last few years I was a cop I don't remember that happening yeah like it seems to have faded or out or maybe just nobody paid attention I think they might have stayed on campus oh well for the last few years of their protest then... <laughs> which makes it not much of a protest really. not really cause... it's more like a booby free day <laughs> a brawl brawless day on campus <laughs> Why do we have so many visitors today? I know. <laughs> we have a friend who is creepy and was we've like... Ru- we've run out of visitor passes today. <laughs> we have a friend who is creepy and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> About booby free yeah. day? It's booby free day. It's your way. Booby free day. Wanna go drive by? It's booby free day. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> no offense, friend, if you're listening. Oh, I don't know who that is. I don't even know who you're referring to, honestly. Don't don't say their name. Well, I'm not going don't to. Don't say his or her name. I'm not going to say their name because <laughs> that would be mean. And I'm not mean. No, you're not mean. I guess I just wanted that childlike joy of boobies. Well, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> They need to go to Europe, apparently. We go do? hang out with a Czech lady. And oh, and yeah. they'll be very happy at They the can end. take selfies on with the Czech lady. That would be a life-changing moment for him, them. <laughs> T-him. T-him. Them. Is that, you, is that how you spell them? T-H-I-M? No, I just messed up because I kind of gave a clue to who Oh, that's all right. all right. There's a lot of hymns around here. That is true. Not just in the church. <laughs> Dog tip for life. So this podcast is not about boobies. It's about making life-changing moments. Really? Yes. How do we do that? Well, (laughs) that's what we're going to learn. All right. (laughs) There's an article over on Medium that has annoyed Carrie. Which, to be fair, Medium articles by self-professed self-help gurus often do annoy Carrie. And myself, actually. And it's not just because this guy has 250,000 followers. She swears that's not why. She's just not jealous. It's just because he's another, like, bro-looking, vaguely handsome white guy. Kind of bland. Regurgitating other people's stuff. That's all medium appears to be to me. No, I write poems over there, man. Well, that's not... That's... I'm sure there's a lot of... In that type of... in In that realm of artistic stuff, there's... A lot of originality. Yeah. But when it comes to advice stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of regurgy. Anyways, so here's the thing. To make impact, you don't want to vomit up other people's books or thoughts all the time in a bland way. You want to be your own person. (laughs) So in in the New Hampshire literary circles in the (laughs) 1970s and 1980s, I feel like I shouldn't say that in a hoity-toity voice. You should, actually. Right. But. In New Hampshire literary circles of the 1970s and 80s, there was a dynamic poetry husband and wife duo of Donald Hall and Jane Kenyon. Jesus, you make them sound like superheroes. <laughs> a dynamic poetry husband and wife duo. Batman they and Robin. They were nothing alike in their poetry, and Donald usually received a lot more kudos um but jane yeah she made her moments she right? made her own moments, yeah right? and i will always remember my aunt maxine introducing me to jane when i was like eight or something and she said she's a spectacular poet and she like basically <laughs> guessed it all out because she was so enthralled and my aunt maxine was like that <laughs> and so i always wanted to be gasped worthy in a good way, right? Yeah. Because I was like, of course you do. Um, and there's this piece in the National Book Review by Mike Pride, and it talks about a Jane who died at just 47 Holy years smokes, old. Holy smokes, that's young. <laughs> and uh, and it talks about uh, how her husband, Donald Hall, dealt with people being stupid about the difference between their poetry and their styles. Here, read the quote, Shawnee. Hall reacted when anyone suggested that he was a poet of big ideas while his wife wrote sweet and simple poems. Yeah, he'd say. Her style is a glass of water. A hundred proof glass of water. Woo, right? Yeah. So I love Good Donald. Good man. Sticking up for his wife. Yeah, but also like sweet and simple. Like mm-hmm. That's a little sexist, isn't it? Um, so there's a tendency for all of us to kind of look away from moments the way that Jane Kenyon 
looked into them, right? right? And so we look away from like those moments and the truths of our lives and existence, and instead we go for those superlative, larger than life moments and stories and celebrities and all that bullshit. <gasps> Sorry. Baby, it says BS. It says BS. I know, but... Good job. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry. I wrote it and... Make it audible. I got a little... Give me a high five. I got a little passionate. All right. But here's the thing. Even Captain America has to go poop. What a pain in the ass. How does he get all of his clothes off to go poop? I don't know. It's interesting, though. So the point is that even bigger than life people whose stories are cultivated for our consumption also have what? Smaller moments. Right. Yeah. It's not about the 250,000 followers. Well, it is for a lot of people, but (laughs) I don't know. Keep going. It's about making each moment and each interaction. Count. That's what should be important. Well, like even in marketing, if you have, I have an itch on my back. Where is it? Where is it? I wonder if everybody can hear that. Um, even in marketing, like if you have ten thousand Twitter followers and you're a writer, but only five of them really pay any freaking attention. To I know. About your What's books, the point? Yeah, there's no point. Man, I guess we're just not keeping them interested enough, baby. No, my point is <laughs> that you want to have meaningful interactions. That's right? right. All right. So, like, the point is that sometimes to do that meaningful making each interaction count yes and um you have to look and see how the moments have happened to you before like those meaningful moments right yeah. so like think have you have you ever had an epiphany <laughs> like a life-changing moment uh, like when was the last time you felt at the top of your game or when your understanding of the world changed yeah or when you tried something new Or when was the last time you risked your Your reputation reputation for your beliefs? Yeah. That's a hard one for people to do. Yeah. So like a lot of those moments have big emotions with them, right? Yeah. So sometimes we get scared of those big emotions. And when that happens... We can't take risks because we're afraid of the emotions and changes that might come along with those risks. Yeah. Yeah. Even when the change is positive, it's something different, something new. And that can be super scary for a lot of us. But you've got to keep trying and dreaming and learning and being brave in order for those cool things to happen. That's true. Right? Can't be afraid to try it. Yeah. There is some study that like most people's peak moments happen in high school and college. Really? Yeah. When they still got some cojones? Yeah. Or some stupidity? (laughs) It's like their lives aren't stuck. So they're not afraid to dream about what their lives could be because they know, hey, I'm just in high school now. Yeah, they haven't fell into the rut yet. Yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) So, like, how do you do this? Like, how do you, like, make those moments happen? Well, let me tell you. Life-changing moments. First, you want to think about what you really, really want to happen in your life. Right. Yeah. And that's hard, actually. Second. Do you You want to live on a sailboat or do you want a business? Well, you got to decide. Yeah. And sometimes I think probably you can't decide until you try it, right? Right, That's kind of the point of what we just said. Number two is to make sure that this is something that you morally feel cool about. Don't Don't want to be an assassin if you're against, like, Carrie could never be an assassin. I could never be an assassin. No. If you're against killing, don't be an assassin. So make sure that what you want jives with who you are and who you want to be. So make sure what you want feels like it gives you purpose. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the third step, right? Mm-hmm. And then the fourth step is the most important, too. Put in the time. Yeah. Decisions don't mean crap if you don't actually put the action steps and time into that choice. I think Carrie wrote this just for me. Authors <laughs> make our characters all the time. 
It isn't <laughs> enough for Captain America to go save the world. He has to take a super serum, learn how to fight, throw a shield, locate the bad guy. Figure out how to poop. That goes for us, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, switching gears a little bit. All right. Jane, before we end the podcast, right? Yeah. Jane Kenyon wrote in Afternoon at McDowell when Donald Hall, her husband, had cancer and they mm-hmm. thought he was going to die. She died of cancer first, though? Yeah. Ah, oh, bummer. All right. So she wrote, after music and poetry, we walked to the car. I believe in the miracles of art, but what prodigy will keep you safe beside me, fumbling with the radio while you drive to find late innings of a Red Sox game? And, like, that's so beautiful. Because Is it? it? Yeah, because she's like, you know what? Like, how am I going to keep you safe in this very intimate, detailed moment that so many people can relate to? Like, trying to find a baseball game in mm-hmm. your car radio as you're driving. You know what I mean? And, like, how do you do that for each other? Right? <laughs> like, she sees that beautiful moment and that life-changing event of him having cancer in... The car. Oh, I forgot this was relative to his cancer. Yes. So. Because <laughs> I had a different take on the poem, but that's all right. Uh, it's not poems are like that. That's good. So a poet becomes a poet by investing the time to see the things in life, the moments and the twists and the epiphanies and those connections, right? Yeah. That the rest of us might not always see. But more than that, they take that moment and they let it resonate. And that's what we all need to do. We need to become the poets of our lives and make our moments, our life-changing moments, by choices and action. That's right. Wow. You're getting fierce there, baby. Dude, I believe in it. So do you want to hear what I was thinking about the poem? Not really. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. Well, it was really only when you read the after music and poetry, we walked through the car and my brain was like... Should there be a comma there? Oh, you owe me now, girl. I just sat through music and poetry. (laughs) Holy crap. feel every time you make me watch American Pickers. But I and I always pay you back, don't I? With sweet, sweet love. But oh my god, I had another thought. Yeah. Who Disney? Disney does the Marvel series stuff right now. Yeah. yeah. So they should have like a new series, kind of humorous. It's all, it's a humorous one, but it's like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it could be a superhero themed movie where they have to fight some guy, but it ha- should have a lot of shots like of like superheroes when you don't normally see them. Like some randos in Walmart and he has to go to the bathroom and he walks in at wall into the bathroom <laughs> and he sees like Captain America's boots under the stall and he can see like half of the shield leaning up against the wall <laughs> under the stall. <laughs> and Captain America's one of those grunters and groaners in no! there. <laughs> or like anyone who has a mask trying to floss their teeth. And he's like, Oh, oh god. Oh, that was a real bucky. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hey there! Thanks for listening to Dogs Are Smarter Than People. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share your heart out. These podcasts and more are at my website, carriejonesbooks.blog. There's even a little donation button there. Because even a dollar inspires a happy dance in Carrie. And Sean. But hers are much better than mine. His are funnier. So thank you so much for your support. The music you hear here is made available through the Creative Commons, and it's a bit of a shortened track. Who is the artist and what's the song? Well, it's Summer Spliff by Broke for Free. I love that song. He does. Just because of the name. He does. Thanks, Thanks for, listening. for listening so much. Boop.